Hi everyone, Beth here. If you are struggling to find your homeschool vibe and are looking for ways to get your kids to get their schoolwork done, or ways for you to keep your sanity as a homeschool parent, or how to handle your many responsibilities while still feeling relaxed and loving homeschooling, then my book, Find Your Homeschool Vibe, might be just what you're looking for. In my book, I share how to shift your mindset to help you as the parent stay focused on the point of all of this, which is the love of learning. I also share some tried and true homeschool mom life hacks for every day. You can find the book in the show notes or by searching for Find Your Homeschool Vibe on Amazon. Back to the show. Hi, everyone. Before the episode begins, we just want to remind you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Look for Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. Remember, please, please, please rate and review on iTunes and Spotify, which helps the podcast get noticed by more people, which helps more homeschool families. Don't forget to check the show notes for other ways to support the podcast. Let's get the show started. Hi, everyone. Beth here. I am solo today. Emma has some very exciting things happening this week. Her middle child, her sweet and amazing autistic daughter, is graduating high school. I want to give a shout out to them. I want to be the first to say congratulations, sweet, amazing girl. I am so grateful that I have gotten to be part of your life and that I have been able to watch you grow. I missed your hugs, questions, and laugh. You are brave, strong, capable, and one of and one of the sweetest souls I have ever met. We wish we could be with you this week and see you graduate, but as you know, we have my daughter's graduation a few days later. We love you. And to Emma, amazing job being the shield, the advocate, and educator to this special soul. You did so good. Okay, now that I've gotten myself super emotional, and just so you know, I practiced that like five times trying to not be so emotional, so you get what you get. That's so sorry. <laughs> Let me explain today's format. You may not know that I have another podcast, Homeschool Vibe. It is a different style podcast than Peaceful Homeschool. It has shorter form style episodes. Today I am sharing two of my Homeschool Vibe episodes on socialization. These views are mine and not necessarily Emma's, but too bad, so sad, she isn't here to share her thoughts. But we do have episode 5, where she does share her thoughts on socialization, so you still get to have both sides if you want to hear them all. Links will be in the show notes to homeschool vibe as well as episode five of peaceful homeschool if you enjoy the short form go ahead and subscribe to homeschool vibe as well because if you're like me you can't have too many podcasts ready to go so one more thing we have an exciting new feature we have a fan page where you can find all of our links to social medias the coolest and the episodes sorry and the coolest feature, though, is that you can submit questions to us that you that may be used in an episode of Peaceful Homeschool. It's really neat. So give it a try. We also want to thank all of you who have taken the time to write such kind reviews. It's really touching to us to know that we have been helpful in your journey. That is why we do what we do. And we truly, truly want you and your children to enjoy this homeschooling journey. It is such an amazing experience and I love it. It's been amazing. So we just want to help make sure that you get to enjoy it like we have. So enjoy the show and let us know what you think. Welcome to the Homeschool Vibe Podcast. 
super excited that you're here and this is our second episode and um, today we're talking about one of the biggie questions that new homeschoolers or people considering homeschooling have and the big question seems to be about socialization. So many people are worried about um, how their kids might turn out if they're homeschooled. They might worry, um, will their kid be weird? Will they not be able to talk to people and look people in the eye when they're speaking? All of those things. Or they might be worried, like, what if they don't have any friends? Um, all of that, all of that stuff. That has been throughout all my years of homeschooling my kids, the one question that people consistently have for me. And, um, I've gotten some funny questions like, like, are they, do they get to go out? I've had questions like, do they get to go outside? What do they do all day? Um, how will they get bullied? Which is a really funny question to me. I don't know why people think that you would have to be bullied to, um, be a functional, happy adult someday, but you know, (laughs) um, but anyway, it was just lots of funny questions. So I thought I would address that today. I'm going to make this a two-parter because I wanted to talk, just kind of do an overview about just socialization in general, but then I want to do another episode, a second one on homeschooling through like the middle school and high school years. I mean, socializing through that time. So I'd like to just start off with what I what I've just kind of observed observed throughout the years. Um, and one thing that um, I've noticed is that we as a culture really seem to undervalue the socialization experience that kids get within a family. Within a family, we experience conflict, we experience anger, we experience love, um, forgiveness. Um, we have to learn to apologize. We have to learn to work together. We have to learn how to deal with being frustrated with each other. All of those things, all of those things. And when you think about that, learning how to deal with that and, um, learning how to work together and work through all those really hard things. I personally think that that is the number one way that children should be socialized. And I just feel like what we end up doing and thinking is that somehow we've come to convince ourselves that being in a classroom all day with kids only your own age with a teacher and authority that doesn't know you very well is the way to be properly socialized. And, you know, I when I first started homeschooling my kids and I was still in the mindset of, you know, public school was the best way to do something to to educate my kids. I I just I wasn't even thinking straight and I was thinking, "Oh, my kids are going to miss out by not being stuck in a classroom with a bunch of kids their own age." And what I what I started realizing is how kind of backwards it actually is when you think about it. When you think about these kids being put into a classroom of kids all their own age from the same neighborhood, um, you know, probably from their same cultural background, pretty much very similar, you know, probably. Um, why would we as adults think that that is the best way to properly socialize our children? If you think about what socialization should be, it should be meeting people of all ages 
It should be meeting people from all different religious backgrounds, different races, different um, um, political views, people from all over everything, like from all the different, all the different types of people in this world and meeting people from different countries and cultures, all of those things. To me, that is socialization. That is like learning to love and learning to get along with people that aren't from your same neighborhood, that aren't your same age, that aren't, they don't go to the same church or they don't vote for the same people, whatever it is. When we put ourselves in these little bubbles and then we think that that's proper socialization, I just, I just find that kind of ironic. And it's a little bit funny when we actually really think about it. Um, so in homeschooling, um, one, my kids have been able to really learn from dealing with conflict within our own home, like with each other and learning to get along when we're frustrated and, and learning to forgive and learning to apologize because we've had more time together as a family. And I think that that's super important. The other ways we've been able to socialize is by being involved in very, like, so many activities. There are so many options for homeschoolers these days. And um, so the ways that we did that, we were involved in um, a homeschool group, which we found, and that took a little bit of time. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But we also took lots of different classes. And there are classes you can take from homeschool learning centers, homeschool co-op groups. There are vendors out there that teach classes to homeschoolers specifically like during the day. Like they might be an an art vendor that teaches art classes after school, but they like to also fill up their time during the school hour days. They might have homeschool classes specifically during the day. So it's, there are so many options. The things that we've learned throughout the years are that it is really best to have three different social group experiences. Like um, being involved, we found um, to be involved in a homeschool group is amazing if you find the right fit. Um, to be involved in some kind of church group or youth group, service group, uh, some kind of club or scouting or something like that. Something separated from the homeschool group. And also, like, then another type of thing, like a sport or theater or something else. Like, having three different groups really, I think, is really kind of the magic number for for building confidence, for um, having a big variety of friend groups. Um, what, we, what we did wrong <laughs> is we kind of just, when we found our homeschool group, we um, pretty much just relied on that for our social time. Like, and it was awesome. It was really fun. But what I started realizing throughout the years is that we didn't kind of branch out very much. And we kind of, we, even when we would take classes at learning centers or different places, we would sign up to take them with our homeschool group friends. And so when I started realizing that we were kind of making that, that bubble that I was talking about, that I actually don't love about the public school system, that part of socialization, I kind of made that happen (laughs) unintentionally um, with homeschooling. And so I think that just like if your kids were in public school, if they're homeschooled as well, I think that they still, in either case, whether homeschooled or public school, I think having three different sources of um, groups of of uh, social experiences. Sorry, my words are not working today. (laughs) 
but having like three different um experience type things like like I said like just find three different things that are separated that that I think worked out for the best when we didn't do that um and if you know, there was like uh, different times that might be hard, like there might be a little bit of um, drama or conflict or just like even when my son just got older and he wanted to meet more kids, which is totally normal as a middle schooler wanting to meet more friends. And even though he loved his other friends, he still wanted to meet more kids. And that's just the kind of personality he has. And uh, like not having that for him wasn't very good. So he kind of, he was experiencing those feelings that so many kids um, feel, whether they're public schooled or homeschooled, where then they get to those middle school ages where they start feeling um, that kind of loneliness feeling that starts kicking in or isolation feeling. And then what we realized is we needed to kind of branch out more. And, And once we did that, things got better. And for my daughter, we made sure she was involved in three separated groups um, her homeschool friends, she had a learning center and she's got, um, like her theater group too. And having, oh, and youth group. So having those different experiences has just built her confidence so much because she knows she can go into a classroom of people that she doesn't know. And she knows she can take a class and make friends and have fun. Even if she doesn't know anyone in that room, she ends up in the end knowing lots of kids and that has made a huge difference in her confidence and even at such a boost. And she's a shy, she was, you know, well, she was, <laughs> she's really grown a lot and not that shy anymore, but, um, she, um, it's just amazing to see the difference for her. Okay. So homeschool groups, um, I wanted to talk about that. If you have not found a homeschool group yet, I recommend shopping around shop for a homeschool group. Um, If you go to a homeschool group and you find some quirky or unusual situations or people, um, just just know that they're all homeschoolers are not that way. (laughs) Like the first couple groups that we found before we really settled in and found one that we fit really well with were really kind of weird. So um, just know that there's all different kinds of homeschoolers out there and most of them are amazing and fun. But if you happen to land in a group where it's not the right fit or things are really strange or something, <laughs> just just know that you just haven't found the right fit yet and keep on going. Don't think that all homeschoolers or all homeschool groups um, are really weird and don't freak out. Don't worry. Everything's okay. <laughs> you will find a group that's good for your family. And if you don't have one that um, you find that's local, just create one. There are so many people homeschooling now that you should be able to um, start a group with, you know, it might take a couple months to get something going, but but you've, you can do this. Um, the homeschool group that we fit in the best that we really, really liked was a homeschool group that um, was very, it, the, the rule, it, had, it didn't have too many roles, but the rule that it had was that everyone is welcome as long as they are kind and use kind words, adults and children, and um, as long as they don't use um, any foul language or um, or any kind of violence of any kind, adults and kids, and that was the that was the rule. And um, and it was really a neat group because we had people from all different walks of life that we could just enjoy talking to each other and learning about each other, and it became one of the neatest. Um, socialization groups 
ever because my kids got to experience people from different religions, from different political, you know, from families with different political views than ours and, and just all these different people that live different ways. And it was um, so amazing because we all learned that we can love other people and we can learn to try and understand why they believe differently and why they act differently. Um, and it was really cool. So, um, some of the groups that didn't work were people that had a lot of roles that didn't always make sense and were a little weird. And like one of the places you couldn't, you weren't allowed to nurse your baby at the group. And I thought that was really strange because like you should be able to feed your baby. (laughs) So I'm like, um, also dads weren't allowed to go to the group activities, which, I found really strange also because um, in the the group that we loved, the dads were, you know, we had home dads that were full-time homeschool dads too. And I couldn't imagine like not allowing their them to be able to come and bring their children and have their kids have fun at the with the other kids as well. So for the homeschool group activities, the types of activities we were able to participate in, um, they did they did like science fairs, they did, um, they did spelling bees, they did, they just, whatever, they did everything. And, um, sometimes they would do like pajama day at the park and they did kind of this, the fun theme days. Like, um, throughout the years they had yearbooks. Um, they had, uh, we also had like dances and proms when the kids got older. The kids honestly had so much fun in the different groups and the different um, learning centers and co-ops and all of those things. So I'm going to do another episode on homeschooling through the teen years and the middle school years because I feel like that one is a really important one to address. Um, I learned a lot from my kids and I want to share with other people um, the experiences they had and I had so that we can help other people um, find an easier way than the way we got to, um, where we did. And, um, because I think that, uh, the, the learning lessons we've had are really valuable and I hope that they can help other people. If you have any questions or things you want addressed in the middle school teen year episode, that'll be the third episode coming out, please like email me or, uh, or find me on Instagram or Facebook at homeschool vibe. Um, look up homeschool vibe on homeschoolvibe.com. Or on, um, you can search on Instagram and um, Facebook also. Anyway, I'm so grateful that you listened today. And thank you so much. Homeschool Vibe Podcast. This is Beth. I'm your host. I'm a homeschool mom of two kids, one a graduate from homeschool and another that is about to start her senior year. This is our third episode and I'm really glad you're listening today. This episode is a really important one and one that I wish I had heard prior to my son um, hitting the, the middle school age years. This topic today is about socializing in those, you know, 11, 12, 13 and up years. There is a difference with socialization when you're getting to that age group and how you would handle it. 
when they're younger, a great homeschool group and maybe like another program, like a youth program or um, or a theater group or sports or something like that is, is great. When they start getting to those uh, years where they start, you know, getting those really big feelings, um, it's just such a hard age, especially the junior high, middle school ages. It's hard for every kid, it seems like, most kids. And it's hard whether you're public schooled, homeschooled, wherever you're at, you still have those big feelings. I believe in homeschooling, um, that the homeschool setup is an easier place for kids to be than it would be to be in public school when you're dealing with those emotions, but they still need help navigating. And the reason they need help navigating is because kids often feel isolated in these years, in these in this time period of their life. It's very normal. It's very normal. Like I said, it's normal if you're in public school. It's normal if you're in a homeschool to feel those feelings. And as parents, if we understand that that's what's normal and going to happen, even in a homeschool situation, that we need to help them understand their feelings. That's what they need help with. They need to understand that it's totally normal to have feelings of like loneliness or, or just kind of like confusion about separating from their parents more. All those things are happening. It is totally normal. And what we need to do as parents is be their guide. And just we need to guide them into making sure, we need to make sure that they have multiple friend groups. I made the mistake of just kind of just having our homeschool group be our main socialization. <laughs> and it's it was a great group, lots of great experiences that we had there. But when things happen in those years, like those middle school years, it happens in the homeschool groups too. There can be drama and there can be those high emotions can cause some drama. Um, or there just might not be a big enough group of kids for kids to get to know. And like for my son, he really wanted to meet more people. And um, he also started feeling those feelings of isolation, but didn't talk about it with me. He, um, he didn't understand, like if he had talked to me, this is my, this is still my, this is my fail as a parent. I'm not blaming him. But if I would have had it on my radar, I could have talked to him about it, but he didn't bring it up to me. So I didn't think about it, that he was experiencing feelings of loneliness. And in his mind, he thought it was homeschooling's fault, that homeschooling caused his loneliness. But as an adult talking about it, my husband and I and, and my son were talking about it. And my husband, who's very outgoing, very, he was, you know, popular, he had lots of friends, all that stuff, admitted that when he was in the middle school um, time period that he had loneliness. And he said it was like, it was hard and it's a hard thing to go through in that age. And I think it's just, I mean, I experienced it. My husband went to public school. I went to public school. We both experienced it with even very different personalities. So I am more shy than my husband and more quiet. And so I just assumed it was just my personality that would make me feel that way. But my husband, who's the complete opposite. Let's take a quick break. A family of blue people from the bright yellow planet take a fantabulous summer vacation trip all over the universe. Young Hayon gets kidnapped by giant rats 
and the whole family almost gets danced to death in outer space, but they still manage to go to intergalactic beaches, county fairs, nightclubs, motels, and they go shopping. On the podcast, I'll read from my middle grade novel version, and I'll play songs from the album. So come here, Space Vacation, the musical, and remember, the universe is like a song. felt the same exact way. So with that experience, um, we were able to talk to him and say, no, it, it wasn't homeschooling's fault. It's just a natural part of growing up. And if we can help our kids understand that these are normal feelings and that they would most likely feel them in any situation they're in because it's this time period of life that just gets you. And, <laughs> and that's why it's such a hard time. And that's why the middle school time period can just be rough. So I want homeschool parents to have that on their radar, that just because they're homeschooling doesn't mean that they won't have a rough, the kids won't have a rough time during that time period, that they might be confused or not know how to connect with other kids. And I just don't want homeschooling to be blamed by the parents or the kids, um, that really it's, a, it's really a, just a natural thing to feel during this time. And so um, I was going to talk about that. First off, have that on your radar that there will be a time period that they might feel extra lonely and it's just something to work on. It's not something that would go away in public school. Okay, so now let's talk about other <laughs> some other things we need to do. So so for socialization in, in the middle school and high school years, it's the same that I recommended for the younger years, the elementary school years, have three, at least three friend groups, three sources of socialization. Have three. That is so important. Um, that are separated. We made the mistake of every time we would sign up for classes or do different things that we did it with our same friends from our homeschool group. So what I recommend is make sure that you have separate groups like for your kids because we did experience some drama and it was really hard for a little while before we got into some other situations and so in order to avoid that painful experience it would would have been much easier had we already had other social groups for the kids to be involved in so having like a youth group sports theater service groups, volunteer, like whatever it is, like just make sure you really, really, really go out and find at least three different groups for your kids. Really plan it and make sure that is your job. That's your job to make sure that they have three groups of some kind. In some ways, the middle school and high school years get easier as a homeschool parent for the the weight of the educational part being on you because you can kind of outsource some of it as they get older and they can kind of self-lead more. But the part that you really need to be on top of is the socialization part. And um, some other things that I wish I had on my radar before and that I learned from, so you get the benefit of learning from my mistakes and um, and my poor kid, <laughs> um, wishing that I had known this before too. So learn from us, learn from our pain <laughs> so that you can, you can, um, do better for your kids than I did for my firstborn. 
Um, we did much better for my second and it's going so much better. So anyway, so these are some things that I wish I had on my radar before, aside from the three groups. Okay. So another thing that I didn't consider was that because as homeschool parents, when our kids are in groups and they do their activities, we'll be at the group with the kids. And so the parents are socializing and we would plan like everything. We'd plan everything for the kids. So we would be like, oh, they want to get together. Let's go to somebody's house and swim or let's, you know, whatever it was. And we'd plan the food. We'd plan who would get the rides where, how all of it. And we really ripped the kids off unintentionally by not letting them go through the experience of planning their own social experiences. And so make sure that while you're planning and making sure that they have three groups to socialize in, also kind of encourage them to plan things on their own. Of course, they have to check with parents first for what works for everybody, for their schedules, but I really encourage them to plan on their own, to think about like, oh, we're going to have a get together and we have to make sure that we have snacks or we have to make sure that there are rides to and from and that it works for everybody's schedules. Have them really take the lead and encourage that. Because like I didn't do that with my son and here my son is extremely outgoing. Like he's very outgoing. He's very social. He's very fun. He can walk in, in a room and talk to anyone anytime. And he's just, he's very, he's very well socialized. But the parts that I missed were things like letting him plan things. Um, I really, really <laughs> screwed up on that unintentionally. And um, and I want to encourage you to make sure that the kids are planning some of their own activities and planning their own social experiences. It is really, really helpful and important, and it's part of preparing them to be an adult. So the more we can kind of start letting them separate um, and take charge of their social experiences, the better for them. We want them to grow up and be able to handle things on their own. And we want, that's the goal, right? Our goal isn't to do everything for our kids. Our goal is to raise healthy, good humans. And by allowing them the space to make mistakes or to forget the snacks or to forget to plan a ride and learn from it so they can do better as they get older, the better for them. Like we've got to let them figure that stuff out and and let them take the lead. Okay, so those were the, I kind of covered the mistakes I made, but now I wanted to talk about the successes we've had. So after learning from my son um, that, you know, how to screw it up. <laughs> so he's, he's really good at teaching me those things. You know, the first kid's really good at that. With my daughter, who's four years younger, we were able to really get her into multiple groups. Um, she was able to, we had her, we encouraged her to take classes that she didn't know anyone in. And she did not like it at first. She was like, what are you doing to me? But after she went a few times and made friends pretty quickly, she started not being so afraid of, of that. And so she just really got into taking more classes on her own and really had a blast. And she got to meet a bigger variety of kids by doing that instead of staying in our little bubble that we had been in with my son with our little, like, our homeschool group. And again, our homeschool group was amazing. Like, but it still was, I wasn't doing the the job I needed to be doing to make sure he had multiple experiences. So another thing I, I learned recently, um, which makes total sense, is that um, I was listening to a podcast um, 
by a psychologist who does attachment parenting also. And what she was talking about is that around age eight, kids start wanting to be separate from their parents. They don't think about that. It's just something that they start naturally doing. So we have to have that on our radar as well. And we need to help them to be able to have some of their their wins and feeling like they get to make their own choices in some things so that they will be not feel so rebellious towards us that instead they'll as they grow older they'll will be a partner with them so that we can encourage them and guide them in a way that they don't feel like that we're trying to control them so I thought that was really interesting advice and I wanted to share that as well and I know it talked about eight-year-olds but it really can encourage people that have the middle schoolers and the high schoolers and as homeschool parents sometimes we can really forget because we're together so often that we can kind of forget to watch for that separation time and allow it and let them let them really kind of take the lead on some of their own things it 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 makes a huge difference in their confidence um so the other parts of the the successes that we've had is both of my kids um are well socialized like even though we had a little rough experiences with with not having a big enough group or a variety of groups for my son and not letting him plan things earlier so that he could know how to take the lead on that. He's very well-spoken. He is outgoing. He's he's funny. He's very funny. Makes me laugh every time I see him. Um, he's successful as an adult. He's um, got his real estate appraiser's license now. He's 21 years old. Um, and that's a hard thing to get, and he did it. And he's been supporting himself for over a year fully, um, maybe longer than that. <laughs> and he's been doing a really, really good job. And as a 21-year-old living in California, that's a huge deal. So to be able to fully support yourself and be in an apartment, they're expensive right now. And to be able to pay for his own um, everything, like his insurance, his his um, his uh, gas, everything, his he's cell phone, he's it's it's that's that's the point of all of this is to raise successful kids who can do things on their own and be proud of themselves and I'm very proud of both of my kids my daughter has now she's just finished up her uh, junior year of high school and she finished her first year of dual enrollment classes Uh, she's been taking college courses and she did very very well and she's received two scholarships Um, she's on an improv team and on uh, in a theater group and she's doing fantastic and she's also just become um, asked to be a student board member of the Freedoms Foundation. Just make sure you as a parent are managing their, or not managing, but, you know, keeping an eye on their social group experiences so that they can branch out and have a big variety of kids. You want them to know a big variety of people from different walks of life. You don't want them in a little bubble. You do want them in a safe. When I say that, I mean safe. You don't want people that would go against your beliefs to be pushing anything on them. So you have to still be safe, but but you want them to meet a big variety of people in a safe way. Well, I think that wraps up this episode. I'm really grateful that you listened today. Um, please comment and let me know. Um, you can comment on Facebook or on Instagram, or you can email me at bethleepub at gmail.com. If you have any questions or if you have suggestions for things that work or didn't work um, for your family, 
Um, don't forget to go to homeschoolvibe.com and check out the book. Like it, you can get the link there. Find your homeschool vibe on Amazon, or you can link through the uh, through my website at homeschoolvibe.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'm excited. Thank you. Bye bye. so much for listening today. If you find value in our podcast and would like to support the show and help cover our monthly costs, we have several ways to do that. You can become a $3 a month supporter, shop our merchandise store or our show sponsors, and rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you for your continued support of our show and for sharing it. Yes, thank you.